Bases loaded and one out. Oh, oh my God. Deep to right field. Way up there and way out of here. Second deck walk off home run. Grand slam. Hello and welcome in, everyone, to episode 154 of the Bases Loaded Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Curland. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland. Tonight, it is me and George. George, you can follow on Twitter at Roto underscore Nino. We are going to hit you with a Daily Dose Closer Carousel Edition. George, what's going on, man? What is up, man? Glad to be here. Been enjoying baseball. Been enjoying MLB The Show. <laughs> Tonight, we've had like the highs of highs in terms of Vladdy hitting three home runs. And then the lows of lows. Tommy La Russa letting... Um, yeah, uh, man. Giolito, so, so not Glassdale, <laughs> letting Giolito uh, labor through and lose that win potential and just get hit and lose the quality start, too. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of good and that, bad with yeah. baseball, but base- hey, we have baseball that matters. It's awesome. And- it is. It's awesome, man. I, I, that was the first thing that when we got on before we started recording, I expressed my frustrations <laughs> with Tony La Russa. Well, last time we recorded, I'm pretty sure I... Uh, Express more fresh uh, then too, man. That that's just a disaster. I mean, how do you let him keep going? Like it, he was clearly gassed. You ruined the you ruined the win. Uh you let the Tigers take the lead there. That was just uh that's frustrating. Yeah, couldn't agree more. But this is a quick hitting podcast. That's the new style we are rolling with. Glad I can have you on as the first quote unquote guest, so to speak, of this uh, <laughs> new format. We will still bring you some of the longer ones, but we're trying to keep these short and sweet and to the point. Tonight, we are talking about four of the bigger uh, closure situations going on in terms of movers and shakers. And then we're going to talk about a few closures in waiting. You are going to be the highlight of this episode, my friend, because you are the relief pitcher guy. You are my go-to. I CC you on all relief pitcher tweets at me. So if you follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Mike underscore Curl, make sure you really follow George at Roto underscore Nino because he is the relief guy, relief pitcher guy to go to. He knows baseball as a whole, but I trust him with relief pitchers second to none. And that's like, I love Greg Jewett and, uh, and all the other guys, but George is my guy. But enough Thank kissing you, ass. <laughs> Let's move on. Um Alex Colome removed as the closer. Who is the next guy up there? Yeah, so, I mean, Colome's been struggling big time. And, I mean, he's kind of always, you know, not had, like, prototypical closer stuff. But he's, you know, gotten away with it for a long time. Uh, has really been effective. But, really, this year um, is the first time in a long time that we've really seen him struggle. And so, yeah, Rocco Baldelli taking him out of the closer role. Um, you know, says he's going to pitch him in lower leverage situations taking him out of uh out of the ninth inning so it's looking like it's gonna be taylor rogers man taylor rogers has been you know pitching fantastic i mean i know last year he had that 4.05 era uh blew a few saves but i mean he was pitching a lot better than those surface stats uh would indicate he still had a 2.38 x era 2.85 fip 2.84 x fip and i mean you know if it the season was longer than two months we probably would have seen things even out there uh smooth out for uh for taylor rogers and uh sure enough sure enough coming into this season he started with uh nine and a third innings no runs one walk to uh to 11 strikeouts so uh, you know i think taylor rogers is going to be the guy uh hansel robles has looked better uh you know looking more like his uh 2019 self but uh yeah i I think taylor rogers there is definitely going to be the guy at least going forward for the time being all right, so there you go. There's another closer to go after because every week there's always a new one. But wait, there's more. 
Josh Stalmont. Is that, that's how you say his name, right? Stalmont? New Royals yeah, closure. Stalmont. Okay, just making sure. That's, he appears to be the new Royals closure. I know we just saw Greg Holland come out for the eighth. Stalmont just came out and got the last save. So he's definitely the guy, right? Yeah, so Stalmont is definitely the guy. Uh, we saw uh, Holland take a day off. Uh, I'm not sure if they confirmed it was COVID-related or not, but he was on the injured list for a day. Um, so, you know, it might have been one of those, like, uh, side uh, vaccine side effects. I'm not sure if, if they had confirmed anything like that. But uh, we did see Stalmont get a save, and then even when Holland came back, uh, recorded another save. And then we saw today with the uh, Royals down 2-1, to one, uh, Holland pitched the eighth inning. Uh, so, yeah, it's looking like Josh Stalmont is the guy there uh, for Kansas City now. It's the guy that, you know, we wanted to see him since, you know, we saw him last year. We saw Stalmont uh, last year look great. Uh, we were hoping that he'd be the guy coming into the season, but it's looking like he's finally going to get his chance. And, uh, I, I mean, he's got the best stuff. He's got the best stuff in, in that bullpen. Uh, can't be a little erratic at times. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's going to be the full-time closer for the rest of the season because, I mean, there might only be a handful of guys you could say that about at this, you know, at this point. Just uh, that's just the way the game is right now. This the closer carousel has been a wild ride, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, my cat just jumped onto the desk. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, looks, looking like Stallman. So if he is available, if he's still available in your league, uh, I would definitely be picking him up. Uh, we know that you know with that with that high heat, with that fastball, uh, he can get those strikeouts and uh, pick up some saves there for for Kansas City, who's actually you know playing a lot better uh, than we thought they would. Uh, so they're playing some good baseball, winning some games. So I think uh, Stallman will be in line for uh, a few saves here going forward. Copy that. And moving over to the red situation, Amir Garrett, not so great. Sims kind of looked rough the last couple outings, but wasn't one of them like in bad weather. So I'm, I'll discount it. What are your What are your thoughts on that whole situation over there in Cincinnati? Oh man, that that situation is such a mess, man. I so I mean. We saw Amir Garrett, you know, talk a big game in the offseason, really wanted that closer job. And I mean, I was skeptical just because of the splits. I mean, a lot of his damage last year came off of uh, right-handed hitters. You know, they did uh, did a lot of damage against uh, Garrett. And uh, I, I, he convinced me he had a really good spring, right? He was striking everyone out in spring. He looked fantastic. Amir Garrett was going to be the guy really, really struggling uh, to start the season. He moves out of the closer role. So we don't really know yet. I know, you know, Sims is the other guy, but he did pitch earlier in the game uh, the other day. Uh, and, you know, yesterday against the Dodgers, we saw Antone come out for the eighth or for the ninth inning. Uh, it was a tie game. They went to extra innings. Uh, Reds took the lead in the top of the 10th. And uh, Antone finished out the game. So he p- pitched two innings. And, I mean, we've seen Antone pitch, you know, in all kinds of different roles, you know, whether it's starting our multi-inning reliever. Now he's, you know, pitching at the end of the game. So he's clearly their best arm. He he is their best arm there in the bullpen. Uh, he might just be the guy they need to to close out games. Uh, I would be picking up Antone right now. Now I know, you know, Sean Doolittle is another one who's looked uh, pretty good so far uh, early on. Uh, I thought he know, didn't just strike. look really bad on in an outing. Doolittle. He, yeah. So he, right. So, uh, he has, I was watching it. It was really bad. Yeah. 
he has struggled of late, but I mean, he's he has looked just overall. He's looked he's looked better. And now one one or two of these bad outings, you know, at this point in the season, is really going to inflate the numbers. But um, you know, before the last couple outings, he had looked pretty good. But uh, yeah, I, I think for sure, Antone is the guy that. Uh, I mean, if I'm the Reds, he's the guy that I'm trusting uh, to take the ball out there in the ninth and close out game. So. Uh, yeah, if Anton's available, he's the one I'd be adding as a, a speculative pickup right now for saves there in Cincinnati. But yeah, that that whole situation has just been one of the uh, messiest situations out there. All right, and we're gonna finish up here with the Blue Jays. Uh, Rafael Dolis seems to still be the guy. Romano returned from the IL, but was his velocity has been dragging. Where are you at overall though on this situation? Yeah, so I mean, Romano is back, and I know you know. We all like Romano. Uh, he's got great stuff, but if, if you gotta, you gotta look at you know the injury last year, and then you know injured again this year, uh, comes back off the injured list, struggles his first time out. Um, you know Julian Merriweather is out, so it's like, I mean, I, I think you know it's got to be Delise. Delise has the last two saves uh, for the Blue Jays, and you know. I think he's going to get the majority of the chances going forward. I, I think Charlie Montoyo, he's never really named a closer. He's kind of always said he's going to play the matchups. And that, for the most part, has been true. Even when Romano and uh, Merriweather were both healthy, we saw you know him mix and match uh, based on the situation. And you know I think we could see that still going forward. But with Romano and uh, Merriweather both you know battling injuries and you know Romano not being as effective right now, uh, I think Dolis is probably going to take the lead there as far as a uh, majority of the save chances. Now, uh, yeah, we'll see when Merriweather comes back. I know he's going to be out a little while uh, with what I believe is, yeah, the oblique, strained oblique. Romano, hopefully Romano can stay healthy and, you know, put together a few good outings and uh, get back into a groove and put himself back in the mix there. But, yeah, that that whole situation has been unfortunate. Starting from the beginning of the season with Kirby Yates, man, he goes down. So we think it's going to be Romano. Uh, then Merriweather shows up, and he's looking awesome. Then they both go down. So that that's another situation that's just been a mess. I think right now, if you have Dolise or if Dolise is available and you need saves, I'd be uh, I'd be picking up Dolise. Cool. So if you had to rank Trevor Rogers, Josh Stalmont, TJ Antone, and Dolise, Rafael Dolise, how would you rank them in terms of preference and relevance in the short term? Uh, so I would definitely pick up. Uh, so that was all four of these situations: Rogers, yeah, <laughs> Trevor Rogers, uh, Josh Stalmont, T.J. Antone, and Rafael Dolis. Uh, yeah, so I would pick up. It would be Rogers, Stalmont, uh, Antone, and then Dolis. So the way I wrote it down. Okay, cool. Are you dropping Romano? Man, now I think I think it depends. I think like in a shallow league, twelve team league, I, I think you could drop him, especially if someone like Stalma is available or if Taylor Rogers is out there. I think he's a drop for one of those guys, maybe even Antone. Um, I, I would personally drop him right now for any of those three. Maybe in a deeper league, uh, if you have an extra bench spot, maybe hold on to him and, and see how this this next week pans out. Um, but yeah, right now in, in at least in your shallower formats, he's definitely a drop for me. Gotcha. So we've talked those four situations real quick. Just a few names that 
that you happen to have with you because you know we possibly prep for this podcast a few guys <laughs> that are next up in terms of closers and waiting because there's a lot of deeper leagues 15 teamers heck draft champions maybe people drafted some of these guys players that you just think are next in line for saves that people can just keep top of mind maybe on their watch list and be quick to pick up if there's any indication of it happening yeah, so one of my favorite guys right now, Kendall Graveman, he's already picked up a couple of saves. He's been, you know, a lot uh, more effective than Rafael Montero. Montero's looked a bit shaky at times. Uh, I, I think Kendall Graveman would is, uh, you know, he's clearly the next in line there in Seattle. And yeah, he's he looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he did pitch uh, today against Houston, I believe in the seventh inning, uh, got Ugh. a strikeout, another clean inning. But yeah, he still hasn't given up a run. Uh, he's looked fantastic. I mean, ever since you know, ever since transitioning to the bullpen last year, I know it was like a a benign tumor in his neck, uh, something like that. That basically uh, they moved him to the bullpen to alleviate you know the the strain um, that he would have over longer outings. And in in doing so, I mean, it's really just made him a lot. You know, he's made him a lot more effective there in those short outings. Uh, you know his. Uh, Velocity had a big, big velocity gain, which you know you would typically see with uh, you know pitchers going in, in shorter outings. Uh, started using the slider more. He's getting the strikeouts. Yeah, Graveman's looking awesome. Uh, I think he he is next in line. He's one of those guys that I'm definitely stashing if you have uh, space. And then um, uh, another guy. Now I know Alex Reyes has been getting the saves there uh, in St. Louis. Got another save today, but it has not been pretty. Uh, him or or Jordan Hicks. I know. You know, in draft season, uh, Hicks, uh, Gallegos, and and Alex Reyes, like you know, they were all kind of just speculative draft picks. We weren't really sure which way it was going to go. Turned out to be Reyes, but coming into the to, into today, Alex Reyes and Jordan Hicks both had a negative strikeout minus walk rate. So I mean, yeah, coming into today, more walks and strikeouts. You just kind of wonder, you know, how long they're going to be able to sustain that? Uh, how long, you know, Reyes is going to be able to? Uh, keep going without giving up any runs. Still hasn't given up a run. So, I mean, good on Reyes, but uh, has not been pretty. And uh, Gallegos has definitely looked a lot better. So, I, I mean, he, yeah, Gallegos is one who I, I'm stashing right now as well. Uh, he's one of my favorites as, you know, the next in line, uh, if and when, you know, things just kind of fall apart uh, for Reyes. We're not sure. I mean, but Gallegos definitely looks like the better arm there in St. Louis. Um and then aside from that, I mean, uh, J.B. Bukowskis there in Arizona, he's got some potential. Uh, he just got called up, has made a couple appearances. Uh, another guy who's transitioned um, from a starter. It wasn't really working out as a starter in the minor leagues for Arizona. And so they tra- transitioned him to the bullpen, and he looked amazing in spring. I think he had like 14 strikeouts and like seven innings. Uh, to zero walks in spring training, just looked lights out. Started the season at the alternate training site, uh, just got called up, and yeah, Bukaskas is one who I think can work his way up into high leverage uh, situations. You know, the Arizona bullpen there with uh, Crichton and uh, Soria's hurt. I, I think he's kind of working his way back, but I mean, there's no one really there that has like, you know clearly been the guy or has clearly looked dominant. And I think Bukowskis has that potential to kind of just come out there and look lights out and uh, work his way into high leverage situations. Joely Rodriguez looks pretty good there in Texas. Uh, He could be the next guy in line. Uh, I there behind Ian Kennedy. 
Uh, he, he's been uh, getting some strikeouts. He came back from the injured list. He sprained an ankle in the offseason. He looked really good last year, then uh, started the season on the injured list, came back, struggled his first outing, but uh, since then uh, has looked really good uh, there, uh, Joely Rodriguez. Yeah, Garrett I think the, those are probably Whitlock. my favorites right now. One last name I want to ask before we get out of here. What about Garrett Whitlock? What are your thoughts on him? I think he would be the next guy up in Boston once Burns – or sorry, Barnes is traded or slash pulled, goes full Barnes. <laughs> um yeah so garrett Whitlock actually uh has looked really good as well another guy who i mean has not given up a run this year uh through 11 and a third innings uh he's uh another one of those you know former starters uh coming up in the new york yankees organization i'm not sure if he was a rule five pick for uh boston or how they acquired him but uh yeah, he's looked amazing. He's looked really good there, transitioning from us as a starter into the bullpen. Uh, was kind of in a long relief kind of role, but I think he could definitely take a step there. Uh, he's another guy who, yeah, I, I would be keeping an eye on, on Whitlock. He's looked really good. Perfect. So that's going to do it. We gave you a bunch of names, a bunch of situations that are going on. Closer carousel continues. We'll, we'll make another way. We'll make our way around it one more time again next week. This is gonna be a weekly thing we do, right? Right, George. One, one once a week, we got this, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, appreciate everyone listening. You can follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to follow George for all things RP and fantasy related, of course. At Roto underscore Nino, myself at Mike underscore Curlin. Five star rating review on your way out is greatly appreciated. As always, we hope that you're enjoying this new format, this new type of podcast. These shorter, quicker hitting, but straight to the point pods and feedback is encouraged let us know how you like them if you don't like them what we could do to make them better we greatly appreciate it we again we appreciate you all listening and we will talk to you soon